You know, I chuckle at that question because um, if you've noticed, I don't refer to myself as a CEO. I refer to myself as a manager principal of a company. Um, I've actually shied away from that title for a very long time because frankly, I don't think I've earned it. Um, because a CEO to me is, you know, it's a chief executive officer, right? It's someone who, you know, who's a visionary, first and foremost, someone who um, has got very strong convictions um, <clears throat> someone who is not afraid to be uncomfortable. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. Abua Benite of Dante's Partners. Bua, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Bua so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And as managing principal of Dante's Partners, Bua directs the acquisition, development, management, and financial activities of the firm. Bua has an extensive tax credit financing experience and has closed on financing from nearly every public capital source available. Bua maintains a narrow focus on creatively structuring deals that strive to address the needs of his clients, community stakeholders, as well as various government agency partners. And by narrow focusing on efficient financing community development transactions, Buit has been successful in adding value beyond the numbers. Buit's career is underscored by a commitment to creating and preserving affordable and workforce housing. And to this end, since founding Dante's Partners, Buit and his team have closed over 750 million of unconventional real estate transactions that utilize low-income tax credits, new market tax credits, tax-exempt bonds, and various other forms of alternative financing. And through these efforts have led to the creation of over 2,400 units of workforce and affordable housing. Bua speaks regularly at industry-focused events, and recent engagements include sessions with a minority resource, African-American real estate professionals, BizNow, DC Building Industry Association, Georgetown University, Hoya Saxa, University of Maryland, Colvin Institute of Real Estate Development, and the Howard University Real Estate Club. A club. Boo is currently the chairman of the DC Housing Financing Agency Board of Directors, and he also serves as the board member of the DC Building Industry Association and previously on the city's first bank, where he is a member of the Audit and Compliance Committee, the Business Community Development Committee, and the Director's Loan Committee. Boo doing so many awesome things. Super excited to have you on. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on a little bit about your bio and all the awesome things you, you've been able to accomplish. What I wanted to do is just kind of rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. Uh, well, appreciate you again for, you know, giving me the platform to share my story. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm able to drop one or two few nuggets uh, for you and your audience members. Uh, listen, I, I, I always say this, right? I got into the business out of necessity. I got into this business because I um, found myself at multiple uh, points in my, in, my, in my adolescence growing up, um, you know, right after college, you know, um, and, you know, in the middle of my career, you know, thinking I was making good money and realized very quickly that uh, I could not afford to live within close proximity to where I was working. So, you know, living in New York right after college, 
I, um, I had to commute over an hour uh, from Jersey City to get to work because, you know, you know, New York City rent was exorbitant then. And, and I'm sure it's, it's still the case now. Uh, the same thing happened to me in San Francisco when I moved to San Fran from New York and, and found myself living in a hotel room for over six months. And because simply, simply, you know, due to the fact that I couldn't find a place that was within, you know, within my, my, my budget, you know, and, um, and I just thought it was a travesty. So I'd always told myself that, you know, if at any point in time in, in the future, if I could solve any problem, it would be the problem of, of finding decent quality, affordable places for people to live within close proximity to the job. Uh, so, you know, and, you know, several opportunities fell on my lap that, that basically led me to where I now um, own um, a family of companies uh, that are vertically integrated, that all focus around the creation and preservation of affordable housing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I know you, I, I touched on it a little bit, you know, when I read your bio and you did as well too. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing with Dante's Partners and how you serve the clients you work with? Well, first and foremost, our, our, our clients are our clients, our customers, right? So our customers are the the the, the, um, the individuals who ultimately you know rent apartment units in, in our building. So you know, Dante's Partners first and foremost started up as as a consulting firm, right? So we got into the business because we realized that there were a number of mom and pop um, outfits out here in the DMV area who you know all they wanted to do was just build. They just wanted to construct the buildings, you know, get their construction projects off the ground and just focus on their craft. However, uh, prior to getting to the, you know, prior to, to actually securing the financing to, to, to build an apartment building, there's a whole host of things that, that need to be done in order to get that site activated. So I came across a niche that um, I could provide, you know, project managerial services, uh, given my consulting background to a lot of those mom and pop outfits. Mind you, this was like a side gig for me. Right. So I would be the one that would create the pretty packages and, you know, throw a little jargon here and there to be able to convince, you know, the banks to to extend credit to 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 my client at the time. And my client, you know, they just wanted to focus on being in the field. So I was essentially that back of office guy to make them look and feel beautiful in front of um, and credit worthy in front of the bank. So I did that for a number of years. And um, an opportunity came came across my 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 desk where um, a particular client could no longer move forward on activating their real estate project. And having you know been around real estate for so long at that point in time, you know built you know done developer for higher work for other um, clients of mine, I decided to just say you know what I think I think I could be a developer. So I basically stepped into the developer role um, and um, you know frightened, um, anxious, <laughs> <laughs> you know everything you know excited all in one and worked extremely hard to activate, you know, basically I, you know, hired the architect, um, hired the general contractor, you know, had to go secure the financing and basically built my first new construction building um, out of the ground, right? Which is, nice. you know, a building that still stands today. So nice. having tasted a little bit of, um, you know, of, of what it took to, to get the project off the ground, even though it was arduous, even though it was, um, you know, extremely challenging and lengthy, uh, the reward at the end of the day was just beyond the dollars that flowed through my bank account. Right? The reward at the end of the day is an individual who moved, you know, from, um, I believe it was Columbia, Maryland or Laurel, Maryland to, to DC because she worked at the Washington Hospital Center. 
right? And the moment she moved into her apartment building, um, the first thing she did was get rid of a car. And after getting rid of a car, guess what happened? Insurance was no longer um, a bill that she had to pay. And what happened after that? Gas was no longer a bill that she had to pay. She was walking to work every day. So talk about an hour commute now slaps into like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, right? Simply because of the fact that I had stuck to my mission. So that's, again, you know, a full circle turn around to how I started out in the business where I wish that opportunity um, if that opportunity had presented itself to me back then, I guess I wouldn't be where I am today. So I guess it's a good thing that, that I experienced something similar, but that's the reward. So, so since then, you know, we've been focused heavily on, 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 you know, building and, you know, building affordable housing throughout the DC area. And that development company, that consulting company has morphed into a development company that has, uh, an office both in DC and New York. Um, we're doing, you know, thousands of units in New York as well. Uh, same in DC. We now own a property management company that we started five years ago that that operates our properties and caters to the to the to the to the customers who you know who choose to live at our apartment building, as well as starting an investment firm four years ago that um, exclusively focuses on acquiring affordable housing. So we've got an arm that builds it, and we've got an arm that acquires to preserve it. So. Those are basically, you know, the full host of services that we are currently providing today to ensure that, you know, D.C. and New York City remain affordable. And do you feel like that's part of like your secret sauce, the ability to kind of, you know, have that expertise and, and have gone in that journey, continue to kind of sharpen the saw, so to speak, and, and reach that higher heights, as you kind of said so well? Do you feel like that is something that makes you unique and, and sets you apart? Yeah, you know, the, 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 the thing that I always tell folks, right, is, you know, I mean, you know, using the analogy, right, we, you know, the analogy, you know, going back to, to you know, hip hop references or whatever, right, like, how many times have we heard, you know, artists, artists going broke or, or not, not owning their masters or not understanding their publishing rights and so on and so forth, right? I think at the end of the day, the one thing that I would say that, we've done and we continue to do is just really fully understanding the business in which we're in. Mm. Right. I think that, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, I remember one time I was talking to a grocery operator and I was marveled the way he broke down what product needed to be positioned in what aisle on what shelf <laughs> and, mm. and whether in the front or in the back of the grocery chain, like there was a science to, product placement in the grocery store that you're in. It's not happenstance, right? And that was what really triggered it for me to be like, oh yeah, I need to really understand the business in which I'm in. And so um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask sure. you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very disciplined guy and I'm very consistent. Mm. I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Boo, what does being a CEO mean to you? <laughs> you know, I chuckle at that question because um, if you've noticed, I don't refer to myself as a CEO. I refer to mm -hmm. myself as a manager principal of a company. Um, I've actually shied away from that title for a very long time because frankly, I don't think I've earned it. Um, because a CEO to me, is, you know, as a chief executive officer, right? It's someone who, you know, who's a visionary, first and foremost, someone who 
um, has got very strong convictions. Um, <clears throat> someone who is not afraid to be uncomfortable, um, who is also not afraid to lead and and um, and galvanizing an entire team, um, you know, to to go to war every single day to achieve certain outcomes. Um, which I think are traits that I um, I'm finally accepting as 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 an individual. Um, so that's why I'm hoping that you know I'm waiting for one major transaction to close. Uh, and I think when that major transaction closes, I think then and only then would I be comfortable referring to myself as a CEO. But I think those are some of the things that um that that you know look I've had the fortunate pleasure of working for some really really great people. And I think my issue is I don't even know if I I am um, remotely close to 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 their caliber, right? As leaders, um, and 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 you know I know what those people bring, right? I I you know they bring nothing but sheer inspiration to the team to basically you know encourage them every single day to go out to war and fight and win that war every single day. And you know you know like I used to travel to the end of the earth for the company that I used to work for because that's what I love to do because I wanted the company to succeed. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing folks in my company doing that. And I'll tell you, it's, it's a little, it's a little nerve wracking, <laughs> but I think the moment I overcome the nerve wracking, then, then, then I'll be much more comfortable calling myself a CEO, but you know, I'm, you know, one day, maybe the next time we talk then you yeah. can, you can call me a true CEO, but for now um, I'm working towards that. Um, but we truly appreciate that definition. I, of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all those things you and your team are working on. Sure. Um, look, we, we um, you know, I think one of the things that we're very, very proud of is the fact that, you know, um, you know, we're a black owned firm that's just basically trying to, you know, shift the culture a little bit in the real estate business. Um, you know, I tell people a lot that, um, uh, you know, this is an industry that has, you know, 1% representation and somehow within my firm, we have 98% representation. Wow. So we are out here doing some really unbelievable things. And it's our hope that the community sees that the community continues to support that. And more importantly, the community feels like, you know what, if, if they can do it, we can do it as well. So um, it's not it's not by any stretch of the imagination easy. But I think that, um, you know, the thing I would say is it's 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 the adversities that we face as, as a community that really, really pushes us to become resilient and um, 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 uh, to become resilient and, and, and just persevere. And um, so long as people realize that they, they, and they stay focused um, with, <laughs> with with their North Star, they, they would they would achieve a constant state of happiness. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And for people that want to get a hold of you and your team, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, I believe we're all of us social media. Now my this is where my team is gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I'm a little old fashioned, so I'm not I'm not, I'm not up to speed. Um, but but no, I believe I believe we're what do they call it? The gram? I believe we're all over the yeah, gram. You're on the, <laughs> yeah, on the gram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're all over the ground as far as Dante's partners is concerned and, and Twitter and Facebook and everything else and, and LinkedIn. Obviously, you know, I've got a LinkedIn presence. That that I do check. And people ping, tend to ping me a lot on LinkedIn and, you know, to the extent that I can, you know, be of guidance with them and their career or their entrepreneurial aspirations, I'm more than happy to. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we would truly appreciate that. To make sure your, your team doesn't kill you and to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can get a hold of you and, and find out about all the awesome things that you're doing. Um, but I truly appreciate you for, you know, obviously all the impact that you're having. And I think so many times we forget that when we follow our North Star or follow our mission and lean into our mission, not only do we inspire and make an impact ourselves, we make an impact for those around us as well, too, and those that are paying attention to us. So I appreciate you for doing that. And of course, taking some time out today. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.